Welcome, friends. I'm Rev. Tim Earhart, and this is Daily Bible Reflections for August 29, 2023. Today's Old Testament lesson is from Exodus chapter 2, verses 11 to 15. On a time out. One day after Moses had grown up, he went out to where his own people were and watched them at their hard labor. He saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his own people. Looking this way and that and seeing no one, he killed the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. The next day he went out and saw two Hebrews fighting. <clears throat> he asked the one in the wrong, Why are you hitting your fellow Hebrew? The man said, Who made you ruler and judge over us? Are you thinking of killing me as you killed the Egyptian? Then Moses was afraid and thought, What I did must have become known. When Pharaoh heard of this, he tried to kill Moses. But Moses fled from Pharaoh and went to live in Midian, where he sat down by a well. New International Version Faith is dynamic, not static. It flows and moves, waxes and wanes, strengthens and weakens. Faith isn't like a kitschy trinket you buy in a quaint downtown shop and then place it as a nice object in a prominent place of your house or office. Rather, faith is much more subjective, like taking an adventure down some white water rapids, not quite knowing what's going to happen. Moses needed to learn how to make healthy decisions of faith, just like the rest of us. Just because we stand at this point in history and can look back at what a religious titan he was, does not mean that Moses was always a paragon of faith and patience. In fact, quite the opposite. <clears throat> An 80-year-old Moses became the human agent of God's deliverance of the Israelites from the Egyptians after a 40-year stint in the backside of the desert. This tells us that it took him a while to mature into being the sort of leader God wanted to bring God's people out of slavery. Even though the 40-year-old Moses may have had a sense that the Israelites needed freedom from slavery and acted on that sense by killing a ruthless Egyptian, his method, maturity, and misplaced timing were off. There is a time for everything, said the teacher of wisdom in Ecclesiastes 3. Wisdom, the ability to apply faith to concrete situations with appropriate forms, is often in the timing of things, to know when to speak and when to listen, when to act and when to wait, is an important facet of faith. The ancient Israelites were slaves in Egypt for a long time, 400 years. Moses knew they were suffering, and he acted in good faith. Yet it was not yet time, and it was a rash action in killing the Egyptian. Eventually, the Jewish cry of suffering arose to God, and God heard them, remembering the divine covenant. Questions of why God did not act sooner or use Moses earlier is information that is only privy within God and likely will not be answered satisfactorily for us this side of heaven. In order to develop a strong and wise faith with an opportune sense of timing, we need to rely on God, 
trusting in ourselves, our own efforts, and our own gauge of how things ought to proceed, will usually not end well. We may, like Moses, find ourselves taking a time out from God in obscurity until we learn to wait on him. Some might think of a time out as being negative, even punitive, such as giving a time out to a toddler because of naughtiness, or calling a time out in sports because the team is playing poorly. However, a time out can also be a positive experience. The following are some advantages of the time out. We can use that time to reflect. Little did Moses know at the time, but he would have the next 40 years to reflect on his life and actions in Egypt. Reflection is important. It gives us a chance to step back, learn from what happened, and adjust for the next time we experience a similar situation. Taking this time acts like a mirror, enabling us to gain some clarity on what we've said and done. Ecclesiastes 9, 1-2 says, So I reflected on all this and concluded that the righteous and the wise and what they do are in God's hands, but no one knows whether love or hate awaits them. All share a common destiny, the righteous and the wicked, the good and the bad, the clean and the unclean, those who offer sacrifices and those who do not. We can also use the time to refocus. Upon taking the time to reflect, it then provides us with the opportunity to refocus our efforts with wisdom. To refocus means to come back around in giving close attention and concentration on what's most important to us. The desire of Moses was admirable in being concerned about his fellow Israelites. <clears throat> he just went too far and needed to fix his eyes on the Lord and how to best go about freeing them. Hebrews 12.2 says, We must focus on Jesus, the source and goal of our faith. He saw the joy ahead of him, so he endured death on the cross and ignored the, ignored the disgrace it brought him. We can also use the time to renew. Reflecting on the past and refocusing in the present are not quite enough to get us back in the game of life. We also need renewal. To be renewed involves fresh commitment to the things we have learned. I believe it's best to renew our commitments with some sort of ritual, because rituals help us psychologically and spiritually to launch into the focused endeavors ahead of us. That's why athletes always have a short ritual of breaking their huddle before returning to the contest. Romans 12.2 says, Don't be conformed to the world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove what is the good, well-pleasing, and perfect will of God. And finally, we return. A timeout is designed to be temporary. Eventually, a time-in happens. We get back in the game. We return to what we were doing, hopefully with a better understanding and grasp of what needs to happen and how to go about it. In the fullness of time, the Apostle Paul said to the Galatians, Jesus came, born of a woman, born under law, to redeem those under the law. God knows what God is doing, even though it might seem like the Lord is sometimes slow to act. Yet God sees, and God delivers, and does it according to divine timing.
In Romans 14 it says, If we live, we live for the Lord. And if we die, we die for the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. For this very reason, Christ died and returned to life, so that he might be the Lord of both the dead and the living. Redeeming God, you control all things, including the clock. Give me wisdom so that my sense of timing might reflect your will and your way. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, who with you and the Holy Spirit reign supremely as one God, now and forever. Amen.